right, so welcome to episode four of the Songwriters Couch, brought to you by the one and only Patrick Joanne Band. I'm Patrick Joanne, and this is Jacek Wade. Jacek Wade and Jacek, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks we for appreciate it. Me. Uh, and you're one of the first people here to be on the new set with our cool ass neon sign. So cool. Um, and some new lighting and stuff. We got some commentary on the background, so we we updated a little bit. Oh yeah. So if I'm gonna read your bio now. Yeah. I may I may mess it up just because I'm I'm reading it now for like I read like the first, the first time. like <laughs> sentence of it, but I'm gonna read it now. I forgive so, you, Patrick. <laughs> thank, thank In you, advance. Jason. I appreciate if if I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> I heard. It'd be pretty rich right yeah, now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I make a lot of mistakes. So, <laughs> Jacek Wade uh, has been singing and dancing since they could walk and talk. A multi-instrumentalist. Ooh, that's a hard word to I say. Know, right? And <laughs> and vocalist. Jacek has now spent the uh, past decade combining their passion for music with their vast experience in and love of social partner dancing. Oh, yeah, you're a dancer. I, I saw am. that recently, yeah. too. Right? Um, we'll talk about that, too, because I'm, I'm definitely not <laughs> a dancer. So, um, Well, hey, I teach. Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely need your assistance with that. So uh, we've also got, um, speaking of new, new microphones, too, uh, shout out to Logitech, and if they want to sponsor the podcast and give us a bunch of free ones, too. You know, we're musicians and stuff, and, you know, maybe we got a little sway in that area. Um, but... Uh, Starting from humble beginnings as a piano, ukulele, and guitar singer-songwriter, now being a regular gigging jazz singer. Yep. Which uh, we, we'll talk about that a little bit. And orchestrating full band arrangements. Just, uh, Jason can wait, can't wait to see what's coming in the next five years. Uh, oh, the Rochester Jazz Festival. That's a goal. It's a Is dream. Is that a goal of yours? Oh, yeah. Right. Within the next two, I'm going to make it happen. Okay. Yep. I got you. <laughs> you need you need some, uh, uh, some sway there. I'll... I can break arms and stuff. Oh, well. If well, no, I'm not going to do didn't that. Didn't hear it from, from us here. <laughs> if anyone's working for the Jazz Fest, that's not, I'm not going to do that. So, um, But thank you for coming on the show. I really yeah, appreciate thanks for it. Having me. Yeah, we're on episode four now, um, but we're, we're working towards many. And I do need to say, because this is another exciting thing that we've got, we've now got our first uh, sponsor that I can actually announce. Uh, so, Seed and Stone Cidery. Um, thank you for sponsoring the show. Uh, we'll probably have something play before this, a little commercial type of deal. Um, but uh, going forward in episodes, we might be drinking some of their delicious cider and meads. Uh, they're local here in Rochester, but you can get them anywhere. They got 10 taps and stuff. Super friendly to uh, musicians and creatives yeah. and, and all the like. So uh, go out there, support them. Uh, Seed and Stone Cidery uh, and uh, Lucky Buzz Meadery. So if you never had, have you ever had mead before? Oh, I love mead. Jason, yeah, yes. I actually had some homemade mead last night did you homemade <laughs> yeah so you made well i didn't make it my my high school friend did oh, right yeah on. they've been doing that for like six or um, seven years now it's like honey wine yeah, for anyone that doesn't wine. doesn't know what it is so delicious let's start out with superior this. wine <laughs> sorry <Okay. laughs> is it you find <laughs> to it superior to, no, to grapes so no red wine no i love all wine okay. i don't discriminate all of it? All i don't right, i don't all right, don't. All right. Anyway, yeah, you love red wine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so let's start here. Like, what what got you into music? And and I asked that coming from a family of musicians. Yeah. And most of the people I have I've had on the show, yep. um, have had either family members that are musicians that are in the music industry. Whatever. I'm no different. Yeah. Is it the same thing? <laughs> I grew up with my mom. Actually, she's a music teacher. Um, so I was surrounded by all the instruments you can imagine growing up. Um, and oddly enough. Uh, one of my earliest memories of our old yellow house before I moved at like the age of four, I think. So this was before age of four. Um, my mom brought home an oboe 
And I was fascinated by it because it sounded like a dying duck because <laughs> my mom didn't know how to play it yet. And um, I, she, you know, she let me squawk at it and I actually got a tone out. Like I actually got oh. a note out. Well, you know, it, it's funny. I'm a musician. Yeah. What is an oboe? Is... Oboe is a double reed instrument. Okay. So, so it looks like a clarinet. But it has a double read instead daughter, of a mouthpiece. My daughter Maya is sitting over there helping out hey, Maya. With, uh, with the podcast. <laughs> uh, played the bass clarinet nice. and the clarinet. So very okay. cool. Yeah, I know, I know what an oboe is. Like if I saw, yeah, it, you uh, would. Um, but it's it's one of the hardest instruments, in my opinion, to play. Yeah. Um, because of like I think double read instruments in general are really really difficult because you have all this pressure and your whole body pushing out tiny little bit of air into this tiny little hole <laughs> making noise. So what is uh, so why is it a double read? It's it's two reeds. It's two it's literal piece? yeah, it's two um so I when I I actually almost went to school for oboe performance. Um I started in 4th grade officially when, you know, you pick your instrument and then you go do band. Um and uh to to be a professional oboist, you really need to know how to make the reeds. So I was training myself to, I like, I oh, got shit. lessons and yeah. yeah, it was a whole thing. But literally you take cane, it's called, um, like reed cane, and you take it from its stiff, uh, hard shelled self into slicing it and bending it and scraping it and soaking it in water and like and doing all these things it. and tying it. The tying was the worst because you have to like hold it and then re- like your fi- your fingers get cut up <laughs> just, <laughs> right. just put it out there. it's, it's yeah. not a fun time to make oboe reads but um so did definitely you rewarding what what i found with people that that um go to school for music sometimes it schools the music out of them yes and i'm very glad i and did I, not i compared that, that i think on the last i don't know if i did on the last show to religion how like you go to <laughs> like catholic school or something and everyone that goes to catholic school by the end of it they're like, they're like i've like, had I'm enough done. i'm done enough. give me I'm, out i'm out um <laughs> do you feel like that i don't feel no, well, I, obviously I, you're a musician now, yeah so. so i i actually um life worked out the way that it did um instead of going to bgsu on scholarship for oboe performance i went to u of m for academia like i did not do music huh. for college um and i'm actually really glad that i did because <laughs> 10 days before i moved into my freshman year i actually had my gallbladder removed oh, so i couldn't even play oboe for like a solid six months anyway um and huh. then on top of that i just i'm i'm grateful that that competition that environment to be a professional oboist like that wasn't my path because yeah it absolutely would have ruined music for me I, I guarantee you that would have been my path so if if you weren't playing oboe did you pick up another instrument like in the oh yeah I've been, I mean I've, I've started with oboe in fourth grade um and before that like recorder and stuff you know yeah. the little kid stuff and then um actually my first instrument was violin at three years old and piano at four um, oh, I, so you really, I've you, been like yeah. in the sauce yeah. my you're, whole you're, life. Yeah, you're, from, you're from the streets. Like, I am, <laughs> exactly. like, like we were talking about before. <laughs> the music yeah. streets. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I remember, I remember being, and I don't know if I've ever even told my dad this story about this, but mm-hmm. I remember being, I don't know, three or four years old and sitting on the floor and he had like milk crates and a, a record player on that. I remember him playing, um, uh, uh, Hey, J- Hey Joe. Hey Jude. No, no, no. Um, 
Jimi Hendrix. So. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Hey, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's one of the first memories I have, one. Yeah. Like, in general, from wow. when I was that young. But then also one of the first, like, musical things that I remember. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think it's my first memory altogether, like, out of anything. Oh you know, gosh. like, the first time I actually remember something. And it was listening to Jimi Hendrix on a record player, kind of kind of kneeling and whatever. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's like it it's so impactful at that age. I can't imagine playing piano though that yeah, early on no, or anything like was, that. It was it was just um like a natural as as much as talking is like clicking around on the piano. Um so I got lessons from a very, very young age for both violin and piano and then um come you, public school. Can you still you can still oh, play? Oh yeah, piano. I still play. Um violin, no. I broke my wrist when I was ten and I it, I can't. I also have a connective tissue disorder, so mm. holding things up yeah. and moving oh, yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> body don't like. <laughs> so I don't do that anymore. But um I I mean if you put it in front of me I could pick so it up. So what again. what were you like if you were if you were in school doing like oboe and the the piano and, yep, that? and saxophone and a bunch of, to bunch all. of I did a lot. I did a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what uh, what songs were you learning? I'm guessing it was like the school stuff. Yeah, like the marching, mostly. Marching um, band yep. I I started Suzuki for violin, so like classic, classic, classical. Can I, can um, I ask something? Because yeah. I, I honestly have no schooling in music. That's okay. Yeah. So, like, what is the Suzuki? Can you Suzuki sum up? Suzuki is this um, pretty well known within the classical arena um, as like a, a course of study. Um, so they have levels and you go through tests sometimes. Um, and it's like how you progress in your studies as a, as a kid, um, to get did you, your did you classical take, prowess. Take that my, did you have the Suzuki method in school? Do you know? Do you ever yeah. m- remember hearing that? I don't know. No, no <laughs> it's not, it's not like everywhere, yeah, but yeah. it is pretty common. Yeah. Typical for yeah. like, pia- usually piano lessons or whatever. Yeah, done, exactly. Done like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so so then so then you started uh, doing rock oboe in a, <laughs> in a jazz. <laughs> I actually really death wanted. Metal I want band. to bring it back. I want to. Br- I want you to should. do jazz oboe. I I'm gonna incorporate in my my recording soon. So that's like something I'm actively working on. <laughs> I think that would be amazing that's if you if cool. you did if you wrote like strictly oboe and vocal songs. I I wonder like what that would even sound like. Yeah. Go to an open mic and just (laughs) just start playing. Oh, no, well, you couldn't sing because you're doing the oboe. Well, if if I had a looper going... I could like loop that certain lines and then oh, you're giving me ideas. Yeah, Jason, I like that. We're going to make I like this, that a lot. this oboe <laughs> idea happen. Whether, yeah. you, whether you want it to happen no, or not. No, I do it's, though. <laughs> I wish now, now I kind of wish I knew that so I could have told you bring an, oh, bring an God, oboe. Oh God, I haven't practiced in so long. Right, that would have been bad. It's okay. I saved you all. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so overall, um, violin, but I don't count that anymore. So piano, oboe in fourth grades, alto sax in sixth. Um, guitar, ukulele in eighth. I did tenor saxophone in junior year of high school for jazz. They needed like so we switched, and then um, I taught myself trumpet in senior uh, senior study. Like I did an independent study, um, and I sing. I think that's all of them. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> That's wonderful that you can you can do that. I know I know such a little amount in so many instruments. I mean, guitar I probably know the most. Mm-hmm. You know, I can yeah. I can do vocals. I can play very terrible piano sometimes. Like <laughs> hey, I know you know, you know I know where the notes out, are, yeah. but I couldn't be like, oh, let me go play a solo or let me I just mean, learn something quickly. Yeah. Same with drums. Like I can keep a rock beat. Oh my! Don't even get no. me started on drums. Did you ever take drums? So I never took drums. I did practice senior year also in independent study. I learned some beats but at the time I was in this band that we didn't have a drummer for for a minute and so we were all rotating all the parts like I, I played literally drummer. all the things yeah I could see it. maybe one day I go back to it. it I loved it it's just very hard it's very hard um yeah. so I literally I played a show for high school uh as the drummer for two songs I'm very proud of this and I will probably <laughs> never have it again I kind of feel like you're um you uh like you're you're the music uh, prowess, I guess you can call it, sure that that you have, or like <laughs> sure. your your interest in it, yeah, um, is what what I really uh, like. I gravitate towards people mm. like that, right? And yeah. and the reason for that is because there's people that learn to play an instrument. You know, probably their family has never been a part of it, but they wanted to learn an instrument, so they go and they learn how to play like classical violin or what have you. Um, and and there's a difference between the way those people's brains work no, yeah, totally. and the people that grew up in families that were musical mm-hmm. or just always had music around. And it's almost like a, um, like a language that, yes. that you speak. And, and I find that when I talk to other musicians, um, that are in that, that growing up in music, mm-hmm. um, I can instantly like, be like, I like this person. Yeah. We have uh, yeah, like, like a I, rapport I, They already. understand me. Yeah. yeah totally. Like the, the, the need to play, um, and perform yeah. and and write music and yeah. and do whatever it is because you're not only into music but you're you're physically embodying yes. music <laughs> in dance yeah. which like I said before I'm I'm awful at <laughs> I have no no business uh, doing doing dance although I did take um, what did I take waltz okay cool lessons yeah. at one of these um, one of the uh, community centers here nice. so it was all like fifty plus. You know, yeah, of course. People, lots of like older women yeah. or whatever. So I'd go there and I'd dance with the, you know. I'm sure the they ladies. loved you. Uh, well, <laughs> they, they liked they liked that I was there until I started dancing <laughs> with them and <laughs> stepping on their feet, and then they were like, "Like, all right, get this guy out." Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, I thought I liked you, but um, there was there was one woman in particular who got really like she used to get mad at me because oh, I, no. I was really. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not coordinated for whatever reason. My hands can do all sorts of stuff. Sure. As soon as I try and get my feet or my hips or anything like, involved. Out nope, the window. Go, yeah. Yeah. It's like they're not connected somehow <laughs> between the two. That's okay. So, so you went from like learning that to then, I guess wh- I'm, I'm looking for like, where is the transition when you said, okay, I'm going to start maybe writing or yeah, wanting to well, do. I, I've been composing since I was able like to, to play instruments, um, especially with piano. Like I, I used, I grew up composing um just on the spot to myself like it wasn't something that I frequently shared and then I started writing I think around seventh or eighth grade so what what's that like 12 years old 10 years old between 10 and 12 um I really started experimenting with writing actual songs that I also sang with um and I found it was much easier to sing with an ukulele than it was a piano um but I loved challenging myself and doing both um I wish I had any of those songs still you know like they're just they're gone um but I I never let that part of me die um it just has been an interesting journey f- f- 
from since then getting to a place where I'm consistent with embracing music, embracing the way I interpret music, that I, the way that I produce music. Um, and now I'm finally looking at doing some recordings in like a real serious sense where it's like, no, this isn't just a, a hobby anymore. Like this is something I want to do. This is something I want to share with the world in a really like big way. Um, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm struggling a little bit, uh, with the pacing that the universe is allowing me. Mm. Um, I desperately want to be performing and recording and doing shows and sharing my music with the world. And it's just like, these things keep falling out of place. Like I literally just dropped, mm. lost my drummer. So if you know anybody, uh, holler at your guy. Um, can I say, <laughs> can, I, can I say something yeah. real quick? And, and, uh, Jonah, if if you ever watch this, don't worry. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> He's my drummer. Okay. Jonah, okay? Yeah. Um, but being in a band yeah. is kind of like being in a relationship. Yes, it is. Like a like a romantic relationship, you a know, bit. With, with a bunch of a bunch of people. A little bit. Um, it's kind of like being like I guess you'd call it poly now, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Being, being in a poly relationship, but but all at the same time at the same place. Yep. Right. And so it's very difficult to keep all those relationships like like solid. And yeah. you tend to have people that have different ideas of where they want to go. Sure. So maybe they're temporarily in the band, just like, oh, this is something fun to do. It's not really a serious right. thing. They're not trying to pursue it. So they end up leaving or whatever. Drummers, for whatever reason, and I was going to say this before, you kind of have to be like born a drummer, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> like there's a specific like personality yes. type that, that says, I love music, but I, not only do I love music, I want to be a drummer and <laughs> hit things and 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 keep Why the rhythm of it and all that sort of thing, right? <laughs> um, and so so I feel like drummers tend, I, I've gone through, I don't know, I've had seven drummers, oh, I think, wow. in my band. So don't get discouraged. That honestly that. is very encouraging. Yeah. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Yeah. It's, like, it's like trying to keep um, a, a marriage together, there a relationship. You know, it's difficult and you have to be able to communicate and you have to kind of have the same end in mind, right? If if you're in a marriage, that's really, it's like, yeah, that's where I've lacked that, like that specific kind of connection is like, I have this vision for myself where I want a cohesive unit that is, you know, ride or die kind of energy, um, where we're committed to really hunkering down and writing music and producing it and getting out and trying to get shows so far in my career we'll call it uh, yeah, um i i have been the only one i've been the only one committed to me myself um like i i don't know what i'm doing wrong I, and this is not something we have to dive into but it's just like i don't know how to find the people that want what i want you know mm-hmm. and it's i'm not letting it get to me quite yet but i can feel it. it's like i'm on the edge of like why the heck <laughs> can't I get this going? Like I, I, I know I have good music to offer the world. Um, and I can't, I can't do it on my own. Like I require a band. Yeah. So, um, I have been working with my old band that I mentioned in high school. Um, they're called nerds in denial. Check them out. Um, they are a like fusion rock alternative that, or I don't even know what to call them. They're, well, we'll link it. They're in wild the, in <laughs> yeah. the description too, so I'll have to get all that. Cool, stuff. Cool, yeah, that'd be great. Your, your Instagram and all but that. But thanks. That kind of yeah. um, but yeah, they they're awesome, and it's it's so hard to look outside of them because they've got their own stuff going on. You know, they're they're doing their own projects. They can't always work with me. They you know they got a lot going on, um, and they are 
like the way that we ha- that that creative chemistry that creative language that we share like the song that I might be playing later and can link um that we produced together they they recorded it and mastered it and everything um I had this song I brought to them in my head I had a certain soundscape they literally produced it like mm. instrument by instrument line by line it's exactly what I wanted you don't just get that from <laughs> anywhere you know like that doesn't just happen it's one in a million kind of thing or even more like what are the odds so to to need to move on from that and find people that want to write with me and, and record with me in a like a more timely serious yeah. fashion and I, I love my boys I love my boys I think they're they're incredible and I'm so grateful for everything we've done up to this point but I I recognize how I am holding myself back in a way timing wise mm. um well can I can I interject something yeah, here because I've been in multiple bands now yeah. at this point in my life and I've 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 had uh, uh not only multiple bands but written a bunch of music with people I've had I've had experiences where I've written and recorded music and then had to take it off of distribution uh, like get rid of it all this sort of stuff so there's a lot of stuff i've kind of like learned over yeah. the years and experience and maybe i can share some of that yeah please. here with here with you and with the people because that's kind of the the purpose of of this podcast honestly yeah. is to to share the experience of not only you know writing music but but the different components of going out performing and distributing your music and all that sort of thing um when you get involved with with you know, other musicians, you have to think of it like you, right? Yeah. So they probably, when they became musicians, I'm going to have my own band yeah. where I'm going to be the star of the band, Yeah, right? sure, sure. Um, and I want to write my own music and I want to have my own input. And some people are very good at writing, you know, songs and doing that stuff. But eventually some some musicians also figure out like oh, I'm not that good at actually writing songs it's a whole different it's a whole yeah. different skill set right yeah. writing a song versus playing covers playing music right um and and not to say that some people have it some people don't but there's a skill set and some people love ri- the writing process mm-hmm. some people just don't don't enjoy that and, yeah. and and can't master and you have to do a lot of it to get good yeah. at it um and so y- you have to take this this thought of like okay what are they you, know, you have to put put yourself almost in their shoes. All right, they want to follow. In order to get them to follow my vision of what I have for this thing that I'm writing, especially if you're writing most of the songs, yeah. um, you have to get them on board. Like you have right. to be a leader, and you have to um, uh, have them buy into the the dream, let's say, yeah. uh, or the vision of what you're you're delivering. Totally. Um, and at some points in your career, you have to say. You have to say what am how am I communicating maybe what I'm I'm seeing for this in a way that's not effective, mm. right? And so part of being in a band or a relationship or whatever is is figuring out how do I communicate more effectively my yeah. vision of what I'm seeing for this, and uh, why it, not why is it important for me, but why is it also beneficial for the people that are involved in yeah. coming with me on this journey that it's good for everyone involved because because my skill set is just maybe the songwriting and maybe I play guitar and, and vocals. I can't play drums. I can't I can't do that right. other stuff that makes the song really come alive and, and make this stuff really happen yeah. and be on stage all at once and make that synergy all 
all work, you know? Um, and so I, I'm being told to, to lower my hands because I talk. I think it's my Italian side. I'm like talking <laughs> with my hands. Um, I talk with my hands too. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, but but there's there's definitely a skill a skill set there. And there is, there is um, you've got to be patient because there are emotions involved uh, mm. that are outside of just, oh, it's just a band that you're playing with, right? right. Um, right. And, uh, God, I don't want just a band, you yeah. know, like I want a family. I want, so I want where does that, that commitment. Jasek, where does that come from? Did you have siblings that you played music with? No, or? no I mean, Chaz, my brother, uh, he was also a musician. He also played saxophone. He had his own band. He's five and a half years older than me. So mm. he had his own band through college. He actually toured did you for ever, a time. Did you ever play together with him at no. all? Sing at home? I mean, we did for Christmas and things like yeah. my mom would have us put on a little show, yeah. <laughs> which was fun. Um, also very annoying sometimes, but yeah. it was good. But yeah, like I, it, I think really my desire comes from my experience with the nerds hmm. um, of knowing what that friend group yeah. has capacity it's almost, it for. It almost spoiled you. Yeah, a little bit. Like it set, it set my expectations and standards very high because that's what I've been seeking is this, the synergy that you mentioned, like the, hmm. the synergy, the chemistry, the presence, the love, like we all care deeply for each other. We're good friends. Um, like I, I want that in a band and I'm, I don't know how to, like, like it, it scares me to think that I need to go to Craigslist and be like, hey, come join my <laughs> band and then right. force relationship. Like, that's yeah. not what it's I like want. A, like getting on a dating app. Yeah, I don't want to freaking do that with a, <laughs> I don't. I don't do that for my own dating life. I definitely don't want to do it for <laughs> right. a band. Like, yeah. that's a v- very vulnerable thing to do. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> so, so that's what I think, I think also most people that don't write music um, don't realize what you're doing, right? When you're writing songs, they're very vulnerable. <laughs> so like they're, they're mostly emotions that you felt at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe sculpted into a story of some sure. sort that's not 100% true, but it's got that that emotional component that you actually lived through. So they're super personal. And yeah. then to hand that over to people yeah. and, and have them almost treated as like, oh, it's a commodity. And it can be almost personally like, you know, personally get you a little bit yeah. like, oh, they don't, they don't respect the, the emotion or what I was feeling at that moment. Um, but I think uh, I as well, like, like when I was younger, I was spoiled because my dad played guitar, oh. my older brother played guitar. And, and wow. I've talked about this, me and my older brother would constantly play. And it's like, it's like talking when, yeah. when we, yeah. I'm doing the hand thing again. It's almost like, <laughs> it's like talking. So it's not, it's not, we're going to go play a song. Right. It's, we're just, almost like having a conversation right. with each yeah, other, yeah. which is why I get along with musicians. Yeah. I feel like that, that were born into music <laughs> yep. versus like went to school for it. Um, because there's a certain level of, um, just natural understanding. And I, I'm going to give a shout out here to my keyboard player, Garrigan, uh, yeah, Garrigan. And, and Jeff and Jonah and Greg right oh, now, great because guys. the band right now that I have, yeah. I've been blessed to be able to play with people, uh, and individuals that are, are very, um, not only talented musically and technically, um, but I have that connection yeah. with. And not only do I have that connection with, but that that wasn't necessarily there right from the start. That's it, fair. It grew. That's fair. As we got to know each other and we fought a little bit, you know. Conflict. I uh, hate what you're doing. No, and, yeah, conflict and is healthy. doing this. And yeah. It, it, and it very much is like a really... So I've... I'm going to say a controversial thing here, Jason. Oh, ready? oh no! Watch out, I everybody! Get, I hope I don't get canceled on my fourth, <laughs> my fourth episode of the song because I just spent 
We've just spent like $30 <laughs> on, a, on a neon sign for the set. all the I, effort of putting it up, right. man. Come on. So <laughs> the screws, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's going to be very detrimental if I get canceled after this. No, but I, I always equate um, playing music with a group of musicians. You know, I, I equate it to kind of a relationship. Yeah. But it's, especially when you go and you perform, it's like like having sex. No, it is. It know? is. Almost, yeah. right? But yep. in a in a... In a platonic way, <laughs> like having sex in a platonic. But it, that sounds weird. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, no, you're if, creating something. Yeah, like, there's, there's, you're giving and receiving. Yeah, there's like this emotional connection between everyone on stage, and and that's what gets audiences into it too. By totally. the way, is that emotional connection between the musicians on the stage? It's almost like they would be doing that on the stage, even if there wasn't an audience right. there to watch it, right? right? Um, yeah, like I said, I've been spoiled lately yeah. to have that, um, but it's very few and far between that those type of things happen, which is why bands that become giant bands and work so well together um, and become successful and continue to make records like the Rolling Stones and sure. Beatles and all that stuff, the fact that they can manage to continue to 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 do that for years and years and years it's like a you know 50 year marriage that's it's yeah it's difficult to do <laughs> and it's not often that it happens yeah. um and so there's something special about it and totally. so when you see bands like the rolling stones or yeah. or beatles um it's a it, it's it doesn't happen often no. and so it's special that's why yeah that's so like your yeah. your experience with the nerds, <laughs> the in nerds. Denial, <laughs> you've got to learn too though that that i guess that it it comes with uh you know with getting to know the bandmates. So yeah. you may have someone new, but you'll have to like work your your uh, relationship, you know? Yeah, no, I absolutely them. hear you. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm just rambling now. <laughs> no, yeah. it's good, it's good. This is this is how I talk, so I'm feeling right at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I uh, it's interesting too, because I write a lot of snippets on my own it's it's not frequent like it's not rare but it's not as frequent for me to write whole songs at a time um i'll have like a verse or a chorus or a beginning or an end or whatever and then i will not always require but frequently require um other people that i trust and value their musical mm. intelligence and their and their the way that they communicate it um to help me fill in the gaps. And that's something that's really special to me with the nerds is that we can do that seamlessly. Um, and it's, it's always a joyful experience, you know, like it's never like, God, why can't we just write the thing? No, it's always just like, Oh, let's try that. Oh, this gave me an idea. Let me try this. Okay. You play that. And it just like, it works every single time. But that's, this is going to sound really weird. <laughs> It's all about communication. Yeah. The communication between, because that response that you're, you know, you're given to each other, you feel comfortable being like, oh, let's all stop doing whatever mm -hmm. shitty thing we're doing. Yeah. And let's do that cool thing that exactly. you just did. And, Happens and all the time. You know, there's no like ego in it. Right, there's no. no, it's like, what's good for the song? Right. And what what that, ma that made me feel. And, oh my God. You bring you up know. a really, like, what's good for the song? I love that mentality, that framing, because, because I, I'm approaching, when I write music with other people, I'm approaching that, right? But when I, I'm not using the same mentality, I don't think, trying to build a band to do it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I could take that mentality and apply it to finding the right people for 
a new group. Um, and I think maybe it hasn't been happening because it's not, it's not been like an ego trip entirely, but I think my ego has been playing mm. a, a smaller role. Um, and like, like, why hasn't this happened yet? Like, why, like me, 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 like I, I have things to give. Yeah. I want to do this. And, and it fulfills me too. It sustains me. Um, so that definitely I think is allowed, but I, I'm wondering if maybe that's too much, like that's the driving force mm. and it shouldn't be. It's uh, like I said, it's tough. I, I think yeah. I struggle with that too. Like as a songwriter, it's very, very difficult to detach yourself from your song right. right, and not, not have it be a personal thing. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, you know, that y you, you're like, oh, you're not doing it the way I need it to be or whatever. But maybe they're, they're giving something to the song that they're like, oh, this is. Right. This like is that you never would have imagined right. possible. Right. So, so I do want to address this or, or get to this point yeah. or this question to you, Jacek. And, mm -hmm. and, um, I've asked this kind of of every guest so far. Cool. Right, because <laughs> I have this very specific way that I write songs, and so oh, uh, I'm okay. interested as, into like how a song comes about. And I, I in the past episodes equated it to almost like a I'm not like I, a Myers Briggs went, test or so something. He, yeah. So here, here's the deal. I went to Catholic school, right? Oh, so, oh okay. So there we go. Right. So the, well, the religion, there it is. yeah, the religion got worked out of me in, yeah. in school. Uh, but I, I almost feel like it comes from some place that like you don't. You can't, you can't go. Uh, me personally, and most songwriters that I know, um, and famous songwriters that get interviewed, you, you can't go and say, "I'm going to go and write." Now. Right. Because yeah. when, as soon as you do that, it's like, yeah, nothing's going to come. It out goes of that. flat. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time, and and it's it's interesting to me because people coach others and say, "You can't wait for the inspiration to come. You have to be diligent and disciplined with your time, so that." you can make it happen when you need to. And I'm like, but that's literally not how my brain works. Yeah. That's not so how it works for I think, me. I think that's, um, that's a pop music writing technique. That right? makes like, sense so you, to me. Uh, so I yeah. can go and I can write. I a, could write a freaking pop yeah, song. Like a, well, it, it's difficult to write like a very popular song, right? But, sure. but like cliche things, you can add those in there. You can write cliche right. You know, licks and lyrics. Your classic and, and chord progression. Right, and, your, and, yeah. and get in there. But when it's something that's really, like, emotionally, um, like, like hits people, I think that has to come from somewhere. Yeah. So when when do you or or how do you typically Oh, gosh. I'm all over the place, dude. Something. I am all over the place. <laughs> I, so, I do kind of do all the things. I'll either start with lyrics or I'll start with melody or I'll start with chords. Um, infrequently the lyrics, lyrics usually come last for me. Mm. Um, I found that that's pretty ubiquitous across. Yeah. Um, like I'll definitely have, like if I'm really feeling emotionally charged about something that I need to process, that's different mm. because then the words will always come first. Do you do, do you, when you have like a breakup or you have something emotionally, do you tend to go to your, um, ukulele or your yeah, piano or on and off. I, I wouldn't say it's my go-to every single time, but I think it is definitely a tool that I help, that it helps me process and heal and cope. <laughs> um, probably more than any other coping or other things that I do. But, um, it, for me, writing is more 
about um, maybe now more before it was maybe more of that where I was helping myself heal or cope. Now it's more um, an attempt to be present to myself and to my surroundings and to the world. Um, And not to say that that's so much different from (laughs) healing and coping and processing. Um, But I would say I don't wait for the bad thing to happen. Mm. If that makes sense. I'm doing it more than I'm, than I used to when it was just like the bad thing happened and now I have to write about it, you know? Um, but for me, typically, um, I will, a melody will just pop into my head. And if I choose to pursue it, then more parts of a song and orchestration will come. And, um, I'll end up like recording into my phone, uh, the melody and how do you do that? Do you just mumble words or, do you uh, know? yeah, I, 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 I usually just, uh, just smiling. Cause I, that's what I do every time I just mumble words. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, uh, um, sometimes I'll mumble. Sometimes words will come almost immediately. Most of the time it's just me, you know, singing a do or a, a da yeah. like <laughs> into my phone. Do I do, do a do about it. <laughs> like, like, do <laughs> The classic. Uh, <laughs> I'm scatting over here. Yeah. Um, so I'll jazz, baby. I'll jazz. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I will record in my into my phone, and it happens any time of day. I'll be in the shower, in the car, trying to fall asleep, or just waking up. Um, those are my least favorite times that this happens. But really? yeah, I I prefer when I'm not trying to sleep because. Mm. I want to like pursue it and I can't right away. Yeah. You know? So in other words, it comes at the moments that, that is the worst yeah, time. Because for my brain's not like, but you've developed ways to capture to it. To get that. Yeah. 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 What, um, do you, do you just grab your phone and you just, I literally do. I literally do. Yeah, <laughs> I keep I've my phone very too. close by. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, one song I recorded, I recorded in in my phone. I was coming back from a an open mic. Nice, yeah. And I was I was coming off the highway exit, and this thing was like running through my head. I pulled off the exit, and then I had to park in a uh, yes. in a Taco Bell parking lot. Yeah. Right. And I pulled out my phone, and I just started humming this thing. I was tapping on my mm-hmm. on my leg, and a cop pulled up next to me. He's like, what are you, because it was late at night. You oh, know? He's really like, what are you doing over here or whatever? And I was like, I just recorded I swear, officer, <laughs> I swear, I'm just writing a song <laughs> in my car. Um, <laughs> and then I pulled up, but it, but great song. I, I ha- actually haven't been able to reproduce that ah. that song, but it was good. Yeah. It was like real raw and, and, and uh, what have you. But so how do you then take that though from, from that inopportune melody right. or what have yeah. you to then to actually Full making a fleshed, song. Yeah, I'm going to oh, perform this now in front um, of people, which is the craziest thing to do. Okay, I just had this dream or I had this this <laughs> this this vision of some melody yeah. or whatever and I'm now going to go perform this in front Suddenly, of people. Yeah. Mm. And be like, "Hey everyone, look at this weird thing I just came up with." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like it's so it's such a strange thing to do, um but but such a it, that that's what why I'm saying it's so raw. It's such yeah. like a like you're exposing all your yeah no like, really it 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 is it's very revealing very vulnerable um i will i i've noticed over the years that i could have written so many good songs and a lot of them are just wasted because i didn't have time to come back in time for my mm-hmm. brain to remember what even was my direction with whatever i recorded right so there are things that 
I've just lost to the ether. Like it's, they're just gone. Um, but I will say this, you never quite lose those things because, um, sound is like vibrations. True. I'm going to get all physics on us. (laughs) (laughs) So sound is just vibrations, right? So, and, and energy, right? It doesn't, doesn't ever, so it just dissipates. So it's always in the, in the atmosphere because it's, it's air vibrating, right? So everything that's ever been said, sang, or. Uh, made into music is still existing now, That's just at cool such low about. frequencies yeah. that the human ear can't hear it. But it's still well, it's still out there. Out Maybe there. it'll come back I want to me. In everyone way. to go to sleep tonight thinking about the fact that <laughs> everything that has ever been said ever is still rotating around the world, and don't including spiral every song out. <laughs> that you ever thought was crap. <laughs> Thank you. There is, it is. is there still, it is. Is still in rotation <laughs> worldwide. Oh God! Oh God! I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, That's funny though. Uh, Yeah. Well, either way, right? In in a practical sense, I will go go back. back. I'll go back when I have time and I'm feeling inspired. I'll go back to my recordings and be like, "What was that really cool thing that I was doing the other day?" Um, And especially if it consistently sticks in my head. um, Where I'll like, there's this one song um, called "Cotton Cotton Candy Dreams." Um, I wrote it. It's a good name. Uh, thanks. After um, I'm gonna pour myself a whiskey. <laughs> do it. <Okay>. I <laughs> so I um, was at Cuckoo Lake. My grandparents have a cottage that stayed in my family, and um, I was watching my mom's dog. And uh, there was this beautiful sunset. I had just processed some really heavy shit, like really heavy shit, um, and like felt this hurt healing happening. And so I went down. I left the dog up in the the cottage so I could just like be alone for a second and I went out and um looked up at the sky and there's these beautiful cotton candy clouds um just gorgeous uh so soft so pretty and um this melody cotton candy clouds up in the sky like <laughs> it just it just came to me and suddenly I wrote this song and it's not finished um but it's stuck like I know that's one that I need to complete um, I know that's one. And another one I have is this. Actually, I'm really excited about this. It's a Latin pop song with funk on it. All right. And there's right. a there's like a now, breakdown now in the middle of you like got some. Me interested now. Yeah. There's a there's a <laughs> breakdown in the middle before the funk really comes on. Uh, that's like this bluesy dubstepy vibe. Um, so it's like this big drop in the midst of a Latin pop song. Super random, but it's super cool. I love it. Um, that's the next one I'm recording. And I knew that one I would finish because it stuck in my head for years, literally. So this is something else I've I've come across like pretty ubiquitous against like or or with songwriters, is that it's almost see the way you're you're talking about your songs right now, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like you're talking about a song that you've listened to already. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like it it's <laughs> your guitar agrees also. <laughs> um it's like you're remembering the song versus writing it almost. Right. right. Well, it's I think it's because well with Blasphemy the Latin pop song, that that one is done. Like I've I've even uh performed it once with the nerds at their um they had a St. Patrick's Day show this year. But um, with Cotton Candy Clouds, 
I haven't heard all of the pieces exactly where they're supposed to go and like finish it that way, but I've heard the song. Like it's fully in my head. Um, I just need the right people and time and, and place, you know, to make it happen. Yeah. So um, absolutely. Like I feel like the ones that are worth writing are the ones that it, like talking about it. It sounds like yeah. you're remembering, yeah. listening. Yeah. I like that perspective a lot. So let's do this. I'm going to, I'm going to call, are we at almost two hours now? Is that where we're at? Oh, one hour. I was gonna say that was a very fast looking, two hours. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I was looking at the uh, the time up there, but right. okay. <laughs> um, but I, but I'd really like to um, get get two things out. Sure. One, let's have you shamelessly promote whatever you'd like to promote. Okay. Right into that camera. Okay, there. great. Um, yeah, so you can uh, find me a few places. I have a new singing only Instagram called J6 Sings. It's J-A-E-S-I-C and then Sings. Um, Right now it's mostly jazz on there and it's very new. So there's not a lot, but it's growing. Um, My other profile has me and all my glory (laughs) in so many different facets. So it's a little chaotic, not a lot of rhyme or reason, but it has singing plus all the other artistic things that I get up to. I do. um, Oh, we didn't get into your dance. dance And yeah, we can talk about maybe. We might have to Um, bring you back. Yeah, so I, I dance a lot. Um, I DJ for dancing. I am also a drag artist. I do um, sometimes fire stuff. Um, that I don't think I've actually posted anything for that yet. But so I'm just I'm I'm your eclectic artist <laughs> gigging my way through life. Um, and you can find that profile called Just Jasic, which is J U S T J A E S I C. Um, and I do have a band camp. It's uh, I think. Bandcamp.com slash JustJasic, I'm pretty sure, also. Um, and that has my first officially produced song with, with the nerds, actually. Um, it's called Roots. I might be playing that in a little bit. Awesome. And um, I also have a song on there right now that I produced myself for um, DJing fusion dancing. So it's... Uh, in particular, a microfusion song, which we can talk about or not, but um, yeah. So go go go, stalk me a little bit. Go go, come hang <laughs> out. A, well, Jason, <laughs> I th- I think what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to have a second episode. Okay. I think there's definitely gonna be a, a, a second one because I've I've had so much fun talking to yeah. you that I've completely forgotten about any kind of like <laughs> structure that I had to it. Any kind of like. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's so, all good. So we're we got this. we're right there. But I do want to talk just a second. About yeah. dance, right? yeah, please. Um, and and the reason I'm I'm so uh, kind of in awe of dancers, especially someone that's a musician and does the <laughs> dance stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you do dance stuff, but you don't necessarily dance while you're playing music, right? You have the dance. Oh yeah, no, that's mostly yep. separate. I mean, separate. I'll get jiggy on stage. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong, but well, me yeah, too. dancing. I do, <laughs> I do some footwork, but not, <laughs> not anything I Yeah, you know, no Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah emulate yeah. none him, of right? that. Um, to me, but so so, how did you get into dance? Um, so to, yeah, like in my bio, uh, I truly since the age I could walk and talk, I was dancing and singing. Um, it's just always been in my blood. It's actually funny growing up. I wanted to be more than anything a professional dancer. Oh, really? More than anything. Um, and music was on my radar, but it wasn't nearly as intense as wanting to be a famous dancer. Um, and yeah. I, unfortunately, because of uh, my connective tissue disorder, which we didn't actually know that I had until 2021, we just knew that I was effed up and we yeah. didn't know why. You're just broken. <laughs> You're just Don't worry. Straight we're, up broke. We're all, we're all um, broken. But. We're all broken. <laughs> 
Don't worry, Jason. That's fine. We're all mending, right? So uh, <laughs> drink your whiskey. Just accepting no, <laughs> accepting the brokenness is, is more like it. But yeah, so um I unfortunately had to stop all my my dancing when I was ten or ten or eleven. Um I was in a wheelchair for some time. I had to go through a lot of physical therapy and other kinds of therapy, just like building myself back up. Um, but in college, I discovered partner dancing. And uh, so my first styles of dance in that way were Lindy Hop, East Coast Swing, Balboa, um, lots of swing and jazz culture, um, which led me to blues, which led me to fusion. Mm-hmm. And that's like the classic pipeline is swing to blues to fusion. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm your I'm, average I'm guy. I'm really appreciative. <laughs> I'm really appreciative because you're you're much younger than me. So, so the, the appreciation for jazz and, Mm. and that sort of thing, like I think in the nineties, there's a resurgence. um, Yeah. There was a definitely resurgence of, of jazz. I think Nirvana made, made some weird things happen. (laughs) Some weird (laughs) things happen in the nineties. Like it was this, just this acceptance of this, every genre of music that, I mean, there was hip hop. As a matter of fact, I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah, sure. It's very topical. Did you know that there was an arrest made in the Tupac murder? Wait, did you guys hear about that? No. Holy shit! So what? So apparently there was some guy that's been going on podcasts for the last three years, saying that he was in the car, <gasps> and whatever happened in the back seat, he doesn't remember. But it had something to do with, and oh no! Yeah, wow. yeah, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going. So, wow. but they arrested someone now. Well, good. In correlation with and. I don't know if I should even say this, but I'm going to get like killed here. But like, like P Diddy was apparently somehow involved and oh my God. there was like, yeah, I think Puff Daddy's going to come at, come after me, P Diddy. Diddy. <laughs> come yeah, at see, us. see, New York Times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't, but he's, now, but. Uh, he's apparently like, like cause Holy the guy's crap. ratting on, he's wow. like, he's like, you never gave me anything. For doing that, like wow. there was like a, a hit call. Wow! Like, oh but my Tupac, god! I'm hoping Biggie because Tupac I liked, but Biggie I was a little more into. I, yeah. I hope they found both both the killers. Anyway, yeah. we don't want to get into anyway, murders and stuff. That's, yeah, that's let's, so let's get off this subject. Man. Wow! Shit! Some what are those lights? Out? Everyone, get down! <laughs> no, no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm gonna have you back out, yeah. Jason, if you're cool with that. Yeah. If you. Yeah. Do you yeah. like? Yeah, you mean be back here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I, I my brain did not want to compete that. We'll have at you back all. out here. No, I, th- I thought like um, for some reason it sounded like back out. Like you got to back the way out. No, like, no, no. Get out. No, we're leaving this. <laughs> we're not cutting any of this out. This is all staying in. So P Diddy, fantastic. If you want to produce someone that knows what the next generation of of musician is is doing, you come you come see me from prison. But um, but yes, so, I would love to be back. That'd be yeah. Wonderful. So we're gonna have Thank to come you. back because yeah. I want to hear about your your history with jazz. Yeah, and, and what what you love about yeah. jazz and why you dance to that. Yeah, and then I want to hear more about about dancing too. Sure, because I'd love to share uh, how it's influenced things. I wish I could dance, Yeah, but I can't. I, okay, first yeah. of all, I'm going to stop you. No, I can. I'm going to stop you. Anyone, if you can wiggle your toe, if you can wiggle your booty, if you can wiggle anything, you can dance, okay? It doesn't have to be this whole thing, get rid of perfectionism, that's a crap structure anyway, okay? If you move your body, you can dance. Okay. Okay. Right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I can wiggle. I can wiggle a booty. There you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. But a little. I can do it like a little bit. Hey, like a little. It's like a more than nothing. So. It's more like it's more like a jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wiggle. But let's yeah. Let's move on. 
let's move on. Uh, Jacek, we're going to have episode two. So if you'd like to see Jacek come back on, because this was a great conversation, at least for me. Yeah, I uh, loved it. Thank comment, you. Comment on it. Um, and I will ask one thing at the end of this. Uh, if you are watching this and you're at this point in the video and you haven't subscribed yet. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I'm going to have to say you get, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to subscribe and like. And maybe put a little comment like, what, what do you like about yeah. uh, what we're doing? What you hate about it? I don't care. You can hate <laughs> Bring me. Bring on the critiques. You can be like, who's this fucking host? Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> Let's get someone else. And I'd be good with that. Um, Jacek is brilliant. And, oh, and here's what we're, we're going to do from here. Um, normally, we start the show out with a little like riff thing. Yeah. And, and we'll evolve as we go on. Yeah. But I want you to play a song. But before you do that. I want you to describe like kind of what the what it's about. What, oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. So I'm um, Roots it's called. Um and this is the song that I produced was talking earlier about with the nerds. Um and it was during the height of the pandemic after like right after it started. So maybe like a few months in past when did it start March? Well, February? they said so for us in the states. I think it was March. Um, March. Yeah, I think it was around March. So, like, maybe towards the beginning of fall, I think. um, I hadn't written music in a really long time, and I was very frustrated and struggling with apathy and anger, like, flipping back and forth between the both, um, between the two. (laughs) I can talk. Um, And I found this, I finally was like, I know what I need, and I broke out my ukulele. And this chord progression, I found the first chord and just instantly knew where I was going. Um, this song poured out of me in 20 minutes, including the words, <laughs> which doesn't happen very, very frequently for me, but I had some shit to say and um, I needed to get it out. And the song is about the effects of colonialism, individualism, um, just the, the effect that humanity has had on itself under capitalist colonialist uh rule essentially um and it's about you'll hear in the last chorus um you know we're gonna stay like this until we break it down and start again um and i plant a little seed of hope at the end but the song's kind of dark i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of sad and angry that's fine that's Uh, fine i think i think that during that time too so there was a, a whole lot of um, mystery. Oh yeah, so many I, unknowns. I'm trying to I'm trying to put it in a nice way, <laughs> you know. Um, but there was like, oh, we're gonna shut down everything, everything for yeah. two weeks, and then it was what, way more what, than two weeks. And and I will say, for the for as a songwriter <sighs> and as someone that's an an artist, I guess you can call me maybe. Yeah, um, absolutely. What an amazing time. And it was a huge opportunity. Silver lining. Yep. During that. 100%. Um, and I, and I want, I always like to, and you'll agree, Allie on this, like looking at the glass half full. Yeah. Even yeah. when the, when the, ha- the glass is empty. Oh yeah. And the bottom of the glass is being slowly cut <laughs> to be, melted down and turned into <laughs> diamonds that can be sold to someone for, for whatever. Um, to be able to live through something like that yeah. is pretty amazing. So, and, and I think it's Absolutely. an inspiration. So let's do this. Let's get your ukulele yeah, out. Yeah, let's do it. 
Let's move the microphone down. And, and while we're here, too, um, by the time this video gets released, we'll have some hoodies. Ooh. We'll have some hats. Get that merch. We'll have some, some T-shirts out. We'll have some merch. So please buy uh, that because that helps continue the, the podcast. Yeah. And thank you again to Seed and Stone Cidery for sponsoring thank the you. podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, it helps to just keep it going like the, the you know, the uh, the hosting and stuff, yeah, all totally. that costs some money. And I really love, love, love talking to songwriters and, mm-hmm. and musicians. And if you were to have one thing to share. One thing to share. With, let's say, young kids yeah. that are starting out in the music industry. They're just starting to write songs. Mm-hmm. They feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not as good as, I don't know, who's big now. Green Day or Cardi B or whatever, right? Um, like, what what advice would you say you've oh learned God. now? Be selfish with your music. Make it about you. Make it about your experience. Make it about your processing because there's no one like you. And we need you. Mm. Not somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's a great piece of advice. Um, and Jacek, let's hear you being you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny. I say be selfish. Well, this was, this was my processing about the world. So that still is, you yeah. know, it's still me. No, it's wonderful. Because find I, your voice and use it is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think musicians sometimes don't want to, don't want to be selfish a little bit and be like, right. this is me. And right. But I think we need musicians and comedians and artists to be like, this is me raw. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I hurt and right. I'm sad. Because that's and I'm that's happy what's and inspiring. I'm an idiot. No, exactly. You know, we we need we need more authenticity. We need people owning their shit. We need people owning who they are, so that everyone watching that can be like, if they can do it, I can do it. That's right. And like, how awesome if, is the world uh, when we hey, can listen, all be like that? Let's get let's get a close up. Let's get a, no, let's get a close. <laughs> if I can fucking do anything. <laughs> Everyone out there that's watching oh can do it. All right, Patrick. I, I think mean, we got I mean, a little, a little off topic. Let's, let's get some music. Let's get some music going, Jason. Okay, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. How are we? Is this like? Yeah. How, how do well, maybe point it dur- yeah, per- down more. Perfect. Okay. Ugh, get rid of this thing. It's gonna annoy me. Sat in the window looking in. Reflection so uncaring. Where have I been? Tell me it's so simple. Just keep trying. Well, if it's so simple, why do I feel like I'm dying? None of this is easy, nothing ever could. Now society so diseased, thinking that we should all be on our own now. Confess that this is good, where a dying breed is plain to see, cut off all and throughs to the ground. Who's that on the sidewalk walking by? so far apart yet I hear a collective sigh they 
keep telling us, just keep trying. Well, I keep trying, you keep trying, yet people are still dying. And none of this is easy, nothing ever would. Now society's so diseased, thinking that we should all be on our own now. Convinced that this is good, or a dying breed is plain to see. Turn her rotten fruit. professionals when they're playing live and, and let me tell you this because I've seen Aerosmith do it I've seen <laughs> I have done I've seen Aero, uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, uh, what's the guy from Black Crows lead singer I don't forget his oh, name I know, I, yeah I know who you're talking about I've seen Beyonce fucking do it <laughs> even you, Beyonce yeah, y'all you, you miss something right yeah. And then but you kept you keep going. I think if if I was going to give some piece of advice to young songwriters, yeah. at least performers. Yeah. Right? On a recording, you can go back, go re record it, right? Yeah. Don't be afraid, just keep going. Just keep going. With your, yeah, that has been a stuff. lifelong struggle for me. But lifelong. I do I do love the song, too. Thank you. So, can you do you have the lyrics in front of you? Um, chance? I can recite them. Cuz the second verse. Yeah. In particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you uh, read that out? Yeah, so I don't think I have them on my phone, but um, so I said, who's that on the sidewalk walking by? We're all so far apart, yet I hear a collective sigh. They keep telling us, just keep trying. Well, I keep trying, you keep trying, but <laughs> people keep dying. And then chorus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, like I said, it's, it's heavy. It's, um, that was... Processing pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who's... So, who's who's telling us, right? Right. Who Who is the they? Who is the they? Um, I think it's very impactful. Right? That, it was, it's a great fucking song. Thank Jay's you. Like, great fucking song. And I think the, the rawness of just a ukulele and, and you singing it yeah. is... It's... Um, it's... The most raw, I, I would say. The most raw, the most real, um, even when I fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> especially no, when I fuck up. <laughs> but here's the deal. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think of those moments as fuck-ups, right? Yeah. Sometimes those moments 
are the things that produce things that are like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's true. Right? You it's miss happened. a chord yeah. and you hit something else. Like, and oh. you're like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know I, it. I've you been know there. It. I've know been there <laughs> several times. I, yeah, I know you know it because you, you reacted like that. <laughs> so for all those those young people listening to and, and watching, um, when you're writing songs, those little things that yeah. happen, that's what makes a song. And even the Beatles, like you listen to... There was that thing that came out where they just filmed the Beatles like in a rehearsal mm. space oh, wow. and they were recording a, a cool. thing and they're working through all the shit. Those little things, they, you know, become yeah, parts of songs. Yeah. Be inspired by your mistakes because that's, that's literally, that's the creative process, you know? But n- not that I'm saying that that's a mistake right now. Well, but, but sure. Yeah. Um, just like unexpected. Yeah. An unexpected decision. Um, landing. <laughs> Jacek, we're going to yeah. continue this. I'd love that. So we're going to do a, can I say a dot, dot, dot? How yeah. would you do that? Ellipses. <laughs> was that perfect? I was going to go right? down and oh, you yeah. went up. <laughs> that's perfect. Good. There we go. That was it. So that was to be continued. <laughs> Jacek, I love you. I love you too, man. Thank you for coming <laughs> on the show. Me. I really appreciate it because this is such a for for musicians in a town to like come down to my house and, yeah, and chill that's in great. front of this crazy this sign. Cool yeah, ass I'm sign. so proud of that that thing of all things, like a nerd. Um, thank you for coming <laughs> out and thank you for playing music for us. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, we're gonna have you back out. I'd we'll, love that. We'll yeah, talk just let me know about dancing. And oh yeah. All that stuff oh yeah. Later. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for, for watching. Please subscribe, like, comment, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, and uh, Seed and Cider. I thought I had the hat on. Seed and Stone Cider. Thank you for sponsoring it. And we're looking for more uh, sponsors, maybe. I mean, just whatever. If Why not? Just throw money at us. Yeah, I mean, good. heck yeah. <laughs> um, but preferably yeah. something that we like. Uh, thank you to uh, the Chinese company on Amazon that... That decided that was great job, guys. What they want well to do. Done. Good job, guys. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the company is, but uh, Jacek, I want to hey. I want to give you a hug, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, well, I'll give you a hug later, later, later. later. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for that. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone that's watching, and we'll see you on the next episode. We got some super exciting stuff coming up, so Ooh, stay tuned. Mm. All right, Jacek. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you.